Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Gravidow hosts the NFT Artist Corner featuring Codadot. Let's take a listen. Hello, hello. Let's uh, give this a share. Hey, how's it going? Um, if you're in here, <laughs> give, uh, give this space a share. Let's give it about five minutes or so. Um, I really hope here we got Lou. Um, I really hope that we can get some artists in here. Are there any artists in here? Um, if they are, please give us a wave. Oh, hey, Chris. So you're an artist? I'd love to hear your story. We just wanted to create a space to, to bring people from different blockchains and uh, learn about your NFT artist journey. So we'll definitely bring you up, okay? And you know what I'm going to do, too? Um, if you haven't gotten a chance Actually, um, Elo, could you pin to the top our uh, top pin tweet? And uh, if you haven't gotten a whitelist role for our Toku NFT uh, mint that's coming up, perfect. There you go. Um, so there's a little bit about the upcoming mint. It's to celebrate cross-collaboration between blockchains. We're minting on uh, Kusama. We have Lou here from Codadot Marketplace. Um, but if you don't have whitelist role for the upcoming free mint, um, then go into the GravyDAO Discord and uh, just do hashtag TokuNFT and we'll get you uh, a whitelist role so you can submit your wallet. All right, Chris. Actually, Chris, if you want to come up, I'm going to invite you to speak. We can always start with your, your story. And also... Lou, bring you up too. Love to learn more about Codadot. Hey, Chris, how's it going? How uh, how did you hear about this space? Who who is it that you know? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm not really an artist; I'm more of an NFT collector. Um, I heard about the space actually through the Gravidow Discord. So I like supporting artists and supporting people and hearing from people and hearing from different artists. It makes the space go around instead of hearing the same thing all the time. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So as a collector, I don't know, can you hear me, Chris? Oh, now I can. You, you lost it. You, you know my alarm or something happened. Five o'clock or whatever, alarm went off. Okay. So, no, I just was wondering. So as a collector, so weird. As a collector, tell, tell me a little bit about some of the projects that uh, you've, uh, you kind of took a leap of faith on and uh, what you like to, to see into, uh, like uh, in collections that you invest in or communities that you join. Um, I would say one of the biggest ones, I guess I would say I'm taking a leap of faith on is uh, the Passage team right now, what they're building with the Strange Clan and their Passage platform. Um, I'm, I look for different things that teams are doing. Um, 
uh, I'm not really interested in, in in really like farming NFTs or yield NFTs. They're, they're cool and all, but I, I just don't think that's going to bring more people to Web3. Um, I like projects that are trying to do things that bring more users in for us. Um, and, and, and just interesting art alone, different art alone. I just, I think Web3 is such a cool way now to like hold art and you can walk around and hold art. So uh, that's what I'm looking to collect. Have you, have uh, you gotten any like one of one artists or, or limited, like very limited collections? What kind of uh, style generally pops for you? Or, or is it kind of like that in addition to the other utilities or community aspects that gets you to, to buy? Um, it all depends on what I like. Uh, really, um, I haven't really gotten any many one on one artists. Uh, Maria, Women of Cosmos, I would love one of her one on one pieces. Um, Anyo has some great one on one pieces that I've seen. Um, I mean, I I, I love one on one pieces. I just some of them are outside of my uh, <laughs> bracket of um, finance that I could get. But it's it's more about uh, just it's what speaks to me. I, I don't like putting myself in a box and saying I'm only going to get NFTs that have utility or I only like art. So if I like it and, and the um, creator seems honest and the community's good, I'm, I'm, I'll get in a little bit. Yeah, I would say I, like NFTs for me, it's about, uh, that's like love and I feel like crypto's business. <laughs> um, so, you know, as long as you love the art, uh, no matter what happens, you're, you're going to come away with something that you um, you know, still have good fond feelings towards. Um, Lou, I, I've been actually learning a lot myself as we've gone through this journey of, of this collaboration. And I was really surprised to to learn how similar um, sort of the like polka dot ecosystem is in some aspects to Cosmos um, in that it really pri- prioritizes interoperability. Um, would you, could you tell us a little bit, uh, give us an intro about Coda dot why Kusama, how that all happened. I'd love to hear your background story too. Yeah, hello, hello, can, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, all good. Nice, 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 nice to be here. Um, well, um, the story is uh, not not that long, like the, with Coda.Project project, we started probably uh, two years ago and uh, I can still say that I'm in a project not, not that long, so it's pro- for me, it's uh, maybe one year. And uh, yeah, like um, we recently started to focus more on artists and more on art. And so that's why we decided to collaborate with a project also, also outside the Polkadot ecosystem. Because yeah, we have a lot of good projects here, a lot of uh, interesting uh, like NFT projects. But uh, I think um, like going outside of Polkadot ecosystem and building these relationships, um, not only with uh, within, but also with outside it's it's very important so that's that's why we were so happy to start this collaboration with you and yeah like Mir is a very very good artist and when I saw like some of his pieces I was like very happy when yeah and so I'm really excited to see like the whole collection coming so yeah so with with, um your own personal journey in into um you know nft crypto space what does that look like how did you how do you how did you personally get into all of this and then you know decide hey i want to make this my job (laughs) (laughs) well it was all a very uh like it started very randomly because i met coded team when i was studying in amsterdam and i met them during um 
met them during uh, Amsterdam conference uh, and we just you know talked all evening and we get get to know each other because I was not into NFTs that much like crypto world and stuff around it and Polkadot yeah I was learning about these things but my background is not um, I'm not a developer or um, I'm not a very technical person so for me a lot of these things were new and uh, NFTs were also new for me but I I'm also or maybe I was kind of the artist before so I was like creating a lot of art and stuff like that so when I'm talking uh, uh, about you know NFTs with someone with artists. For me, it's uh, it's not not a job. It's it's more of a, you know just talking about something that is very familiar to me. So so yeah, that's where it started. Because when I started with Codeda, I was doing like different smaller smaller tasks, and uh, it took me some time till I you know like my role defined because. Yeah, we can still say that that it's smaller startup, so like the core team is not not that big yet, and the roles are are always defining as as we grow. So that's that's how it started all. How do you think marketplaces can support artists? Um, obviously, if there's like a project that comes in and they have a lot of funding, you know, that's one thing that's great. But how do you think? Um, uh, like, what's the role that really these marketplaces can play to to support artists and make sure that they are um, in a place where they can really thrive? Mm, well, there are always a lot of different ways. Uh, I think also the creative, creative, the most creative one will all, all ones will always win. Uh, for example, we in Codadot when we start onboarding new artists, like we have a whole process when uh, when it's individual artists, we try to go with them through all process how to do it, you know, cover the minting fees and just provide them as much as, uh, for example, some marketing from our side. We do um, articles about artists. We have like a series right on art, and that series uh, goes out usually every Friday. Sometimes not all a Friday. But it's just like introduction. For example, if artists, it's someone outside of community. It's so very nice for people to you know read something about the artist, where is the art coming from, and his ideas. So it's one of the way. And then, for example, we have um, important is also like communicating with artists uh, because it's not only about uh, their art and where they want to mint, but also what they have like expectations from the marketplace. So if, for example, someone has some cre- creative ideas and want to imp- wants to implement them, so it's also like uh, important from the place, of, from the um, from the marketplace to listen to them and try to give them, you know, what they want. And for example, uh, you probably maybe also heard about uh, the NFT galleries that Coldadot was organizing last year. And also this year, so for example, we as Codadot organized many crypto, smaller crypto events, sometimes even bigger ones. And we try to do something more creative and we started organizing these offline NFT galleries where we um, rent, I don't know, 10 TVs or some, for, for every event it's different, but uh, we just uh, connect with artists that minted on Codadot, sometimes even the artists that did not mint on Codadot, just to make it more interesting for attendees. And, you know, on big TVs, we are uh, presenting and promoting their their NFTs with description, QR code that, that will directly link you to the collection and, yeah, and stuff like that. So 
So there are a lot of ways we we should support artists and we can support them. So, what are your thoughts on um, uh, what's happening now in the space and with marketplaces and this like battle? Of... Hello. Oops. Uh, I think your okay. alarm again. <laughs> we lost her again. Hey, can you we hear me now? I don't know what's yes, yes, going off. I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's so weird. I don't we think can. I don't even see an alarm. Sorry. Um, okay, starting from the top. Um what so what are your thoughts on what's happening in the space regarding royalties and, and how uh especially like smart smaller artists can support themselves? What do you think needs to happen um in order to secure a better um, you know, process um for them? Well, I'm not sure about uh, which which issue you're mentioning so right now, but uh, dot right now in regards to like fees. What do, is there fees for for trading or for? Um, well, on Codata there are very low fees. Yeah. We are supporting more networks, and there are a bit differences between each of network. But uh, in general, on Kusama, minting and uh, just um, doing all transfers and transactions are very very cheap. Uh, so this this is this is probably one of the biggest benefits or maybe big benefits that Polkadot and Kusama has. Uh, but and uh, regarding royalties, uh, yeah, we we have those. Uh, we had those on Basilisk. Uh, that is one network that is supported on on Kodadot. And uh, right now we also support Remark too. Um, that's a bit different uh, network. And yeah, we also support the royalties there, so artists can have those. Um, and yeah, and they can choose what what uh, royalty they want. So it's uh, really up to them. Okay, and, so it's up to the creator to yeah. set the royalty, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the issue was with, uh, I mean, Solana, ETH, is that the royalties would be set on the contract level. Um, and so the marketplaces were able to modify or not honor those royalties versus a solution that um, has it on the protocol level. Um, I'm not a developer, so I don't, I don't understand the nuances of those things. Um, but is there maybe a concern that that potentially can happen on Codadot? If that does, is there a way to, is there like maybe a plan to uh, guard against that? Um, what do you know about that? Well, I'm, I'm not, um... I'm also not a developer, so I cannot tell you these things and uh, uh, on that level. But I don't think it will be possible on Coda that you know to cheat the realities in any way. We have Vicky here; like <laughs> I can see that he's listening and he's one of our developers, so maybe he can say something more if he wants. But uh, yeah, for now, I don't think um, that there is a way how to cheat the royalties on on Coda that. I think that's awesome. I think that's another reason to for artists to start exploring different. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we got Vicky up here. You want to speak on that before I ramble uh, on more? Yeah. Hello. Uh, uh, hope you can hear me. We can. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so regarding to the royalties, as Lou mentioned correctly, um, currently the only on-chain royalties are on the Buzzies network. And for the remark to the royalties are actually optional, but we, as we are the one of 
to marketplaces that currently support Remark 2, we of course like enforce them for the user. So whenever you want to buy, uh, like make a buy, we make sure that you get the percentage of the royalty you set for your NFT. So plus uh, we are getting state mine, uh, we are getting royalties for state mine, which is like new chain on the Kusama. And we'll also support uh, royalties, which is not enforced, but we still will use them. So minting UI will help that. Amazing. Okay. So with um Thank you, Vicky. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, I just wanted to say like thank you for um yeah, explanation. I think that's what I was gonna say before. I think that's why when it comes to especially smaller artists, um who are entering the space and kind of trying to get a feel for things. Maybe don't have as much capital to work with. Um, I think that's why these smaller blockchains um, and newer communities are really a great place to start. You don't get lost in all the noise and all the chaos that could be in the Web3 space. Um, and also, it's there's a lot of, um, it's just a warmer, um, community. So, I mean, with ETH, it's, it, it's pretty cutthroat. Um, I say that having worked across many different blockchains from Cosmos to, you know, Terra to Solana and Ethereum, and now also on uh, Kusama. Um, and it's definitely, a, I would say, a, um, a more gentle place to start with a smaller community where you can have a, a more um, impactful voice as an artist yeah i mean also when uh it's for, for us easier to communicate with artists uh in this way because it, um as a, as a smaller marketplace or you know the marketplace in polkadot ecosystem there are the numbers of nfts right now in bear market and new collections it's uh, of course much much less uh, than for example on ethereum so it's uh, better for us you know like to have individual um just individual touch with each artist so having worked with different artists in the space over the last couple of years how um what what were or maybe some tips or tricks or advice that you would give somebody a new artist in the space or even somebody that's been here for a little while and um is uh you know trying to get familiar with how to launch their first collection um are there things that you've seen that are like really great um practical tips that you've noticed um and then maybe even some things that people think about launching a collection that is like totally totally wrong so maybe we could start on the one end where we talk about some must do's um if you're going to be starting as an artist in the nft space so from my personal perspective i've met a lot of different artists with different issues so it's like very individual but i would say the most important is at the beginning patience because some artists are have, have big big expectations for example they want to launch collection and they just i don't know they try new marketplace and they are not successful at the beginning and then they give up very quickly or you know um i i had to, i talked with many artists that had like, like negative feelings about these things and you know it, it's uh, it it just needs a little bit more patience you know it's not only launching collections somewhere but you need to learn about the community you need to um 
build relationships you know one of one of the other good tips is for example when uh you're launching something it's for example connect with different artists you know collaborate on some things together and you know just exchange audience between uh between you and uh, and the other artists and and things like that so um it's it's all about patient collaboration and just maybe some crazy ideas because you sometimes can see when some artists have a good good idea something new and you know it, he isn't scared to just do something random that that also has a good impact on his audience so it really it really depends but i would say the patient is most important for for every artist yeah i absolutely think so i think you, you got to do it for the love and i don't know if this is still the opinion i hope not <laughs> maybe being in the spare market but if this is the idea that you're going to come in you're going to sell like a thousand pieces i don't know like a hundred you know dollars worth in whatever crypto um and you're going to make a ton of money um that's likely not going to happen um just like starting any business it's important to really be prepared and to be realistic about what your expectations are um i know for example even just a few months ago with ETH, um you know the whitelist to mint um right i'm, I'm somebody who's data driven so i need to look at the nitty-gritty numbers behind things <laughs> but for example you know people are getting mad because projects are over allocating but i was watching and i also knew a lot of the um uh people that were working behind the scenes and maybe like two to 8% of the whitelist was minting. Meaning let's say even if we say 10%, then if you've got a thousand, you know, things that you want to mint and only 10% of your whitelist or allow list is going to mint, that technically means you need like 10,000 people. And that was for ETH like a few months ago. That's a lot of marketing and that's a lot that you need to push out in order to get that done. So um, it's important to definitely start with a small win and something that's practical um, and to build yourself up in this space over time. Um, so I don't know if there's any artists here in the space. And obviously every blockchain is gonna be different. Um, ETH is way more saturated, but um, that's something that I was really surprised to see. And uh, those trends change really quickly as well. I think there's something that you wanted to add to that, Lou. No, I just saw that you had your mic off. <laughs> um, so, and then on the other side of um, things that you've noticed people do that maybe, um, like any other tips and tricks in regards to, uh, how am I not finding my words today? Um, specifically in the, in the Kusama and Polkadot space, what do you think are the best practices in building communities? Oh no! I think we lost Lou for a second. We lost Lou. That's fine. She's coming back. <laughs> there she is. I don't see her. Mara, do you want to come up? Oh, we got you. Okay. I didn't even know what my question was. What was my question? Hey, hey, sorry, guys. Uh, I just went a little bit outside of the room and I lost my connection. I hope you can hear me now. That's what, no, it's good. I'm actually surprised that we have the space hasn't been cut. Um, yeah, we got Mur up here too. Hey, Mur, what? Maybe. The worst place ever to be like. That's okay. Is there anything that you want to add to what we've spoken about um, up to now? 
guys, I'm so sorry. I I uh, I am right now with Clint, my uh, artist friend, and we are in the middle of cent center of São Paulo, which is like the center of of São Paulo, and um, it is absolutely crazy. I went here to paint with him, and I wasn't expecting you know it to be so uh, noisy. I was expecting to be able to hear, listen, and talk, but I absolutely can hear like 10% what you said. So I'm sorry about that. That's okay. If you can hear this, it's all right. You know, you could just, uh, you could just listen in. It's okay. So Murray is our artist uh, for the Toku NFT collection. And um, I have to say, this is actually the first abstract project, art project that I um, am working on. And I, I didn't really know. I wasn't really sure about that. And this was before I saw his art granted. Okay. Um, so as soon as he uh, showed me a few of his art pieces, uh, he won me over immediately. Um, and this is where we saw one of his pieces that definitely had kind of, for me, it brought like that uh, same vibe with the, the Coda Dot typography, Japanese inspired. Um, and it just was so perfect that we had uh, this concept sitting there and ready to go. And then he was able to expand on that. Um, so that really won me over when I first uh, saw his work. And that was, I was not convinced uh, about um, abstract art before then, but I'm definitely uh, a huge fan right now. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted just to say that when first time when we were discussing this with our CEO and we were just discussing how the collection will look like and uh, we wanted something more specific, uh, but like uh, Mir, he suggested like more abstract art and like I was a little bit hesitant, but our CEO was like, let's let's do it. Let's, let's try something new. Uh, I was still a little bit hesitant and yeah, I changed my mind in the moment when I saw first of his pieces. So yeah that makes a very very huge difference because his pieces are really awesome like um i i think you already saw some some of them and i'm really very excited to see how the full collection will look like because i believe that it will be it will at the end when you can see everything in one place it will just look like one big art piece together oh, so. well. like this is the, this is art that i would i'm sorry but i wouldn't put the, like a lot of these cartoon things i wouldn't put these on my walls but this is art that i know that i could um go and print and i would frame um and have in like to see in my actual in real life space um so i i, I told him right away i was like that is so sexy <laughs> i love i love it the first one that he made um what was i gonna say after that uh, if there's anybody in the space that doesn't have allow list or whitelist for this, go into the Gravy Dow Discord um, and just put hashtag Toku NFT, and we're going to give you the role so that you can submit your Kusama wallet. Uh, also, at the top there, there's a link. So we have a post here with a link to our Zealy Quest, um, and it'll, there's a tutorials and everything, and there's even link safe links for you to set up your Kusama wallet. Um, and by the way, Lou. Uh, we got the final collection. Uh, Mer finished it this week. So I'll send it to you by end of day tomorrow. So you're going to be able to look at the whole thing. Um, but it's really, Ooh. it's really rad. <laughs> so it's nuclear. Like these, these uh, colors are just awesome. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. I will be excited to, to see that. Um, uh, because I, yeah, the few first few pieces were very nice. I think I saw maybe first 20 or something like that, maybe less. So yes, yes. just just ping me and I will check them out and we can chat about it later. <laughs> also, the 
it's so funny because he's like very very meek about things i'm i'm talking about we're here because he can't talk back but like the the logo he made too is just so on point and it's perfect uh go ahead elo oh thank you you took notice of me unmuting myself <laughs> um stanis stanislav is here very nice of you to come stanislav i met him in uh, tallinn nft tallinn and we had a great time we even drank together on plenty of occasions <laughs> it was really good <laughs> I'm excited when you come to Prague, we can also have a one glass. I don't do one glass. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> this is this is why I quit drinking, because I don't do one glass either. <laughs> I'm like, two glasses in, I become the shots girl. It's problematic. Um, so tell, tell us a little bit more um, about the upcoming um, Prague, Hook It Up Prague event. Um, is this the first year that it's happening or no? You said that it was last year as well. Tell us a little bit about that because we're going to actually be featured in your gallery, correct? Uh, yes, you will be. So it's it's the second year Polkadot Prague is happening. First year it was a one-day event and it was our, um, I could say like for Kodadot, it was one of the first bigger events we were organizing it as Kodadot because before our CEO was organizing like smaller meetups but it was not under under our Kodadot brand uh, so it was one of the first uh, bigger events and we were very happy because um, a lot of people came uh, so it was a very nice experience for me because it was one of the first events I helped to organize and it was at the end so nice uh, meeting with these people because for, for example you're five, six weeks before event, you're just chatting with teams and you're just trying to connect uh, connect with them and put together, I don't know, presentations and everything. And when you meet them in person, it's just totally different because you can finally put faces on those profile, funny profile pictures we all use. Uh, and you can just, you know, connect with these people. And I have to say, like, uh, people that I met during Polkadot Prague event last year, uh are still now probably one of the best uh, relationships i built in crypto world because it was for me it was just amazing experience and this year we'll have this event for two days um so there will be more speakers more program uh hopefully also more more attendees and during that time is there is like whole blockchain uh prague blockchain week happening so even for example if here someone is not a very um, into Polkadot or is new in Polkadot there will be other events you can attend there will be like UTXO that is more focused on a Bitcoin community there will be also Eat Prague that is focused uh, on uh, Ethereum and many many other events even smaller ones and yeah Polkadot is part of uh, part of this this program and we will actually have two events there so one is Polkadot Prague the, that's the bigger one and then we will have uh NFTs in Prague. That's a one-day event, and during both these events, we will have the NFT gallery. Um, so you will be able to see uh, also this um, Mirs Art, this Tokyo NFT collection there, and. There is like one extra benefit that will be also uh, available during UTXO conference and that is Bitcoin conference, but Polkadot is uh, partially sponsoring it. So we will still, still have some booth there and of course NFT gallery. So uh, I think the NFTs that will be shown and pro promoted now in Polkadot pra in Prague during this week, we'll see a lot of uh, new, a lot of new faces, we'll see them and it gets um, much more attention than other NFTs. So I think it's just, it's a really nice opportunity 
even for people who just like art to just attend and see something different because uh, there are not many uh, NFT events in Czech Republic uh, with these galleries yet. Let's say well, maybe because it's a bear market. All of that was happening. And heads up to Elo because he's uh, he'll be close by, so he'll be um, attending um, likely. So there's going to be somebody from the team there as well. Um, but that sounds like a really great time. I didn't, I didn't I, realize I believe that it was. Ilo, I believe Elo is also speaking. No, I'm not sure what? because he was. Uh... Yeah, I did apply. Hollywood. I did apply Hollywood. I'm, I'm listed on the website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he will be. He will be there. Uh, he will be probably attending both event, hopefully. But uh, he will be speaker during uh, NFTs in Prague event, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure. I know he's in contact with uh, someone other from our team. But, uh, but yeah, there there will be a lot of things happening in Prague during that week. So it will get busy. I see that. So. Um, I do want to give people a little bit of a heads up if you do want to to get in on this mint. Um, actually, it's going to be an airdrop. We found that that would probably be the best way or the easiest way to to facilitate it. Um, so the link up here, we have our Zili Quest. Uh, all you have to do is follow. Um, uh, you have to have the whitelist role, which we can give you in the Discord if you ask for it. Follow Gravy Dow and also. Uh, so be in the Twitter and also follow the, uh, the Twitter. And uh, then there's a thing there where you can submit your wallet. So um, and there's also tutorials. So you can actually click uh, the tutorial and you'll get points to quest points. Um, we're going to be doing a handful of um, free ones as well. So the more points you get, uh, the higher chance you have of uh, you know getting a free airdrop. Um, and we're we're also collabing a little bit with some Kusama uh, projects, but we really wanted to focus mainly on Cosmos and Polygon. So if you haven't gotten into the Kusama ecosystem, I think this is the perfect project to to get in, uh, start to get to know people, and a little bit familiar with even just the tools there. Um, Lou, I noticed that you guys actually have a really great YouTube channel too. You do a lot to really educate people on marketing and the different things that within the uh, Kusama ecosystem what do you think are the best tools um that people can leverage or the things that make really uh this ecosystem unique well we have a we have a quite a lot of tools um i would say the only uh, maybe disadvantage of polkadot from my my oh, my own perspective is that the ecosystem still feels a bit closed so uh for example for newcomers uh, it may seem I think there's a little bit uh lack in user experience uh, <laughs> like benefits because like there are still some things that are not perfect but we are still work- working on it and I think uh the most important for us is just to connect also from with project from outside the ecosystem and we have a lot of to offer in Polkadot um also regarding NFTs uh even though like um there are um new new different features that are coming to Polkadot. Uh, there are, for example, we, as we are supporting Remark, there will be also like composable or nested NFTs. That means uh, one NFT can, um, one NFT can be, can have other NFTs or composables. You can just like connect NFTs and build, build them together. So there, there are a lot of features like this that are already happening. And for example, will be also supported on Codadot too. Um, I expect these things will be maybe in a 
maybe done in a month, month and something, let's say. I'm not, um, I'm not a developer, so I'm not working on it right now. But some from the things that I know from our developers, there is a lot of things uh, happening and a lot of work has been done. So yeah, that's that's one thing. And um, yeah, I think the community is one of the very very uh, beneficial things we have um, because we. I, I can say that a lot of projects that uh, are growing in Polkadot ecosystem, that they are all in touch between each other. You know, we are. It feels like the community here is very connected, and like every project is supported. So I don't even think that we are here in a very competitive uh, like environment. And I think it's more like collaborative. And I think that's you don't have that everywhere. So yeah, absolutely. Again, that's why it's good to be part of a smaller. Uh, there are obviously going to be things, you know, challenges when you're in a smaller community or ecosystem, um, just because there's still, like you said, the user experience, the tools are still starting, they're still in development. Um, and also you need more users to test things in order to find more bugs and so on. And yeah. so forth. But I think that there's also an opportunity there to be part of the communities for those tools and give feedback that is likely to be heard. Um, be yeah. part of the early development. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I very agree with this. Uh, it's also very beneficial. Like, for example, I s can see like, for, as we have a bear market right now, all projects are working very hard. And I think when the markets will start to get a little bit more into green colors in, in green colors, I think it will be just like a wave and we will already, Polkadot will already jump on the wave and we'll just enjoy the flow with it. So I think uh, joining projects in Polkadot uh, at this point can just bring uh, other projects, you know, just this enjoyable ride on the wave when the markets will just go a little bit up again. I have to say too, being part of learning this in a bear market or a lower market i think is a lot more digestible than when things are in chaos with it being in a bull market because you're right it becomes very saturated um and you have to move so quickly when you're launching something um the marketing cycles are just super short um so to have a little bit more time and, like you said, patience, um, to learn about an ecosystem, to create connections, to build your network, um, this is really the best time to do it. Is it the most profitable? No. But I think, as you were saying before, it's important to really establish yourself and create a, a good foundation. Um, there's a lot of times that I've run way too fast um, and got caught up in, in kind of the you know flurry of what can be the web three space, um, which it can really eat you up. <laughs> um, on the other end too, if you really focus on connections and community, um, it's actually really quite lovely what you walk away with. Yeah, to totally agree with you. It's, it's a, it's a very interesting how things are happening or what's happening right now it's i'm for example very happy that uh gravidal uh decided to you know collaborate with us uh, on on this project and i can just see like these connections outside of ecosystem can be as a very very nice space for you know deeper collaborations in future um so i'm always very happy when we can you know uh, connect with some 
nice and interesting project outside of ecosystem because you know we can learn from each other a lot um there are uh, always the feedback is the best and for example for someone who is already in Polkadot ecosystem for quite some time things are very easy to understand but we know when you have someone coming outside of uh, the ecosystem you have just a totally different uh, perspective you know totally different view and totally different maybe ideas or feedback so uh, so that's that, that is something that is very important for us to learn and connect with people also from outside the ecosystem yeah, it can be, it can definitely be intimidating when you're even even going from blockchain to blockchain. Um, I find <laughs> I find it intimidating. Somebody who's maybe not as tech savvy. I mean, I'm I'm tech savvy, but I'm not I'm not a technical person like a developer. Um, so I kind of feel like I have to start all over again, even when it's like hopping to a new blockchain to understand what that looks like on a protocol level. Um, and then also just the culture of the of the community um, oftentimes changes. So um, agree with you 100%. Uh, I don't want to keep you too much longer. Does anybody here want to, to add to the conversation or is an artist that uh, wants to learn a little bit more? I want to I add something. Um, I just, I was looking at the Twitter analytics for the GraviDAO page. We had over a hundred new followers and I'm trying to figure out who it is. It seems that it's a lot of Chinese people for some reason. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> is this Toku NFT or it's Japan Japanese people and they know how to read the artwork or something and they love it? Like what's going on? <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe Toku means something in Japanese or Chinese. Oh, it does. It's Japanese. I think it means values. Let me, I have to go back and, I looked at so many words. <laughs> Sorry. I work at, I'm. Dude, just imagine we're trending in Japan. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. And, and uh, I don't know, Mur, if you can, because I know that there's, yeah, Mur, tell us, tell, tell us about the, um, are, were we able to integrate into the metadata um, things? What, what can you add to that? Because we, ha- we really wanted to, to integrate these words into the project. Yeah, so I, first I would like to say big thanks to everyone. Big thanks to Lou, big thanks to uh, Lee, Lilo, Gravidao, everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be able to do this project. And I'm very happy how it's um, becoming and more happy to be displayed in the Frag uh, event. We really wish I could be there maybe next time, but I, I know Lilo will be there, so he will take pictures for me. I'm very happy. Everyone I showed the project of my network uh, actually liked it a lot, so it made me really happy. It's not always like this. I show my friends, my artist friends, a lot of things that they, they don't like, and they say they don't like, so and sometimes they like. I mean, it's not like they dislike more than they like, but, you know, it happens. And so, yeah, I just want to say thanks, and we are able to, we were able to, you know, improve the metadata in a way where we uh, gave uh, yeah we gave values to our typography which is not our I would like to disclose that you know this font that is being used is I didn't made it it's a really good font that it's you know it's available but you know the NFT is not all about the font per se of course it's the composition so uh, but we have been able to add the values that we 
you know, uh, th that has something to do with uh, each of those typography displayed there. So, yeah, it is on the metadata. We hope it's, uh, we hope people enjoy it and because it was really a fun experience to not only make the art, but also, you know, give it some actual values and, and meaning, which is, for me, it's, it's interesting because I'm not always used to, I'm, I'm not always, yeah, familiar with giving my art meaning when it's abstract. I love that people can give the meaning themselves and, and uh, you know, everyone has a different way to see everything. So, but it is really like when you actually give the meaning to the person so they can, you know, interact, not interact, but, you know, like or dislike it. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I think it builds, it builds like a mental bridge um, between the art and the artist and then the viewer in a different way. So, so token means virtue, it means different things, but it means virtues. Um, so this is also why we uh, added in the metadata like virtues or values. Um, so hopefully they'll be able to see that on some level. And then you can kind of see the deeper meaning of what your piece is. There was somebody that was going to come up and speak. I don't know if he got booted out by accident. Um, I know, Lou, it's really late for you. So uh, I don't want to keep you too much Yeah, longer. yeah, yeah. I, I already wanted to jump in, into, in and say just thank you, everyone, for being here. And I will be very happy to join next Twitter Spaces. But today it's a little bit different for me because I was... Um, on block split conference in Croatia and today we were moving from one place to another and I'm up like from 6, 6 a.m. and so I'll be I know, so I, I don't want to keep so, this space too much longer. We'll, we'll, we'll end yeah, yeah. it there. Um, but I really do appreciate that you took the time to come out here and introduce uh, yourself. I, I was very happy to join it. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone and have a nice evening or day or I don't know what time, <laughs> which time zone are you. <laughs> Bye Wonderful. Guys. So anybody here who wants to take part into the the mint, which is actually going to be an airdrop, um, you what you can do is uh, go into the uh, Gravy Dow Discord and uh, just say you know hashtag Toku NFT. We'll give you the role, and then you'll be able to submit your address. Um, if you check out the Twitter link that's posted there and also at the top and also pinned to our feed, um, you can actually visit our Zili link. Um, which is also in our LinkedIn bio. And uh, it'll tell you exactly what wallet to download. There's a safe link there. So if you want a mobile version or if you want your uh, Chrome extension version, that's fine. Uh, there's also some tutorials there. And then you can also submit your wallet as well. So it just really handholds you through the whole process. Um, but again, if you want to get involved or you want to be a part of it, it's a very limited collection. It's only 500 pieces. Um, just uh, go into the the gravy dow discord and you know say toku nft and we'll we'll get you set up um but mer thanks for for being here and um, it's really nice to see some familiar you know spaces from cosmos and uh we're going to be minting mid june um so that airdrop will be min mid june so there's time to get familiarized with the uh ecosystem um, but like i said we have very limited um it's a very limited run so uh, I don't know how much we're going to get, but I feel like um, the sooner you can submit your wallet, probably the the better. Um, but yeah, everybody, thank you so much for joining. I think we can wrap it up there. Um, we'll continue the conversation in the Discord or on Twitter. Oh, Mer, what do you want to add? Oh, that was a nice one. Sorry. No, I just want to say thanks and 
All right. Well, have a good night. Have a good evening. Have a good morning or whatever, wherever you are. And let's continue chatting in the Discord. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the NFT Artist Corner, hosted by Gravidow and Psych, featuring Codadot. Recorded on Thursday, May 25th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. I'll aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain got the taxes included Acting like a writer never felt secluded Shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble